Bring it on, Yugi! Alright, it's time to duel! That's a nice attack, but I'm not down yet! You're listening to the Shadow Realm Podcast, brought to you by Bamani Lounge. Alright, what's up guys? This is Henry from Bamani Lounge with the Shadow Realm Podcast, and I have a very, very special episode here for you today. I am here with Kawhi Chan. What's up, Kawhi? Oh, hello. How are you? How are you, Henry? I'm good, man. I'm good. So this is our first, one of our first guest uploads for the Shadow Realm Podcast. It's sort of a new podcast. It's been up on Spotify and YouTube from Bamani Lounge now for a couple of months. And I really want to have you on this podcast just because you're so, um, you're so fun to be around and talk to. And I know that your subscribers would definitely like to, to hear you uh, conversate a little bit more. So what have you been up to lately, Kawhi? Um, right now, I've been helping out my grandpa and his store right now because his store, you know, as you know, you've been to the store much times. It's very, like, basement looking. Even though it is in the basement, it's very, like, white and it's, like, very, like, dark kind of thing. I'm trying more to like make more like brighter, make more like colorful and more like pictures out there. You know, you can see like it's a Yu-Gi-Oh story, not like some basement with a hint of Yu-Gi-Oh and magic inside, you know. So I've been helping Grandpa and Tony and then my friends, I go to my friends with uh, Catman, Angel and everyone like that. We're like putting up posters for Eternity Code and all the other posters with the OTSs with Yugi, Kaiba and that. You can see them like the, left, the right side or left side, depends on where you're looking at it. And then other side, since they're also doing other cards, we have like magic in the side. And in the back room, there's Pokemon posters. So we're putting up posters and trying to make like brighter lighting. And then we're also trying to make the showcase more brighter. So we have LED, we're, gonna, we're planning on putting LEDs there so you can see all the, the nice showcase cards, not just some like cards like you can barely see. It. Right. Not, no, I, I fully support it. So your grandpa's uh, shop is called Gaming Universe, correct? It's Gaming Universe, but AKA Shin's Castle. H.K. Shin's Castle, my grandpa. Gaming Universe is probably one of my favorite locals. It's in Flushing, New York, for those of you who don't know. Check it out. If you're ever in the New York area, definitely come to Gaming Universe for a tournament. Best store. It's uh, what, One thing that I really like about Gaming Universe is they've always done the free tournaments from Monday through Thursday, and it's at around like 4 o'clock. And, and yeah, you get OTS packs if you if you get top four. And it's just a good time. You hang out with friends, get something to eat after. It's a good time. Exactly. The free tours are great. They can be a bunch of OTS packs. They, sh- they don't even have to. But they get a free OTS packs. And then during the weekend, I think Saturday, they give you that, like $20 entry. And they give you like six, uh, five or six OTS packs or Astro packs mixed together in Turbo packs. That's entry. And then they put like the rest or half of it into the prize pool. So you get a lot of value for your tournaments. I think uh, what Grandpa wants to do is have people come in, enjoy themselves, and play Yu-Gi-Oh! And, and, you know, he wants like a nice community, and he's doing a pretty good job at it. I agree, and that's something that Bamani Lounge stresses is community. We, we definitely want to reach out to all aspects of the community, casual, competitive, in between, and we want to try to have a friendly atmosphere, and that's something that Gaming Universe does so well for so many years. I started going there in 2014. It's really when I started getting competitive in the game of Yu-Gi-Oh!, and starting getting better and yeah the players that go there are very nice for the most part and they have amazing prize support and you make some pretty good friends there too so definitely love grandpa's shop yes yes of course so let's talk about your journey with i'm so angry obviously i have the 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 
the swag on right now. And, you know, it's... Oh, really? Let me see. Let me see. You can't see it from the camera, but... Oh, wow, you're wearing it. So cool. Very nice. Yeah, I need to get a new pair of sunglasses. Um, but it's, it's definitely an amazing channel. And it's funny because I remember when I was starting my channel, for those of you who don't know, I started a channel like in 2014, and it was called Saber Selections. Yeah, you're OG. I, I was the OG, and I had Kawhi on, I think, a couple of times, and or at least you were you helped me with some videos. And I remember you asked me, like, oh, like, how do you get your YouTube channel popular? Like, I only have, like, 14 subs. And this is, like, way before I'm so angry. And I was like, well, you just got to put yourself out there. And you did it. You, you, you did a really good job. Uh, surpassed me. And you, you have a very good stance in the community i would say right now so what, what would you what would you attribute your success to in in the last couple of years that you've been in yugi tubing i feel like most of my success is from my friends like a lot of, like my yugioh friends or my friends in general most of yugioh friends because yugioh channel they're like always there to help out they always ask me like hey what do you need what do you help with you know if you help me anything i'll help you somewhere like it's either like they help me in the video directly or they help me with cards or they help me with like opening I have all, all these friends who have like different kind of criteria that helps me out. Like one of my friends is like, you know, you know, Kosher Man, right? Kosher Man? <laughs> yeah. Kosher Man, okay? You, everyone knows Kosher Man. Like if you don't know, Ariel, Kosher Man. Uh, he he has, owns his own like little office of Yu-Gi-Oh! supplies and stuff. Uh, he doesn't want to tell, me, tell anyone, but he, he does have Amazon, he has ABA, he has TCG Player. He always get cases of stuff and lets me open it. That's why you see a bunch of opening cases. You got the kosher man to help me open all the stuff for him. So he helps me out opening stuff. So if you don't need cards, he helps me out. And also, especially grandpa, you know, at the store, anything new comes out, he let me know. Like open up there. And they also have a little space. He always gives me the space to do my videos on so that. And then all of my friends, like Dan, Angel, you, of course, and like a lot of other people, like Zach and that, they always help me on videos. And a lot of their like personality and their content is so good. Um, yeah, mostly friends. And then also, and also, I guess like there's like five percent you need equipment, but most of your equipment you have yourself, like, you know, like iPhones or good Android phones. It's it's more more so an investment of time rather than money, and you have to make good personal connections. And once you do that, people want people want you to be successful. You know, if you're friendly to people, and if you try to highlight what's you know what's so special about them and the community, then people just try to you know catch on to it. And that's what we're trying to create here at Bamani Lounge, kind of highlight. The, the best parts about the community and sort of push it forward. So I'm really happy. And what I really love about your channel, Kawhi, is that, you know, you have all of the amazing personalities in the New York area and then some, you know, you have me, you have Elias, you have Tim, you know, of course we have Zach Alder, who's on the Shadow Realm podcast, my usual co-host. And uh, we have a lot of great people and I'm really happy to see them consistently on the channel. And it's definitely, for me at least, it's sort of nostalgic going back to when we first met in 2014, 2015. And I, I, I like to see that we're kind of still together in the same atmosphere, making videos and talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, we go way back. I remember, when was the first time I met you? Was it in Game Universe or was it in Cart? I think it was at Or what or was it in Monacy? Was it Monacy? I didn't really go to Monacy. But it, it was, I think it was at Gaming Universe. In fact, I remember when I first started playing the game, and my who like before I even started going to Gaming Universe, one of my friends went there, and he was like, "Yeah, 
no one really goes there anymore because there's this guy playing mermails who's who beats everyone and it was you like he was talking about you and uh, i i met you and i mean i have to i have to say like you were kind of weird <laughs> back then but it was a good weird super weird yeah i, I like being weird because thing is like everyone's being like really hard on the Yu-Gi-Oh game like they want to win you know i understand you want to win but the thing is, like, some people go super hard. Like, they lose, they get super angry. If they win, they're just like, yo, I'm this, I'm the best. And then I try to make everything, like, I try to even everything out, you know? Like, you know, if you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. You know, just have a good time. The most important thing about Yu-Gi-Oh! It's have a good time. That's the point. It's not, like, a job. It's, like, something, like, yeah, just, just play around and enjoy your time there. Exactly. So, I definitely, you know, obviously... I was able to contribute to some of the early success, you know, with prank kid videos, and that was really cool for me, like being a part of that. And I, I really liked that deck, and unfortunately, Instant Fusion went to one, and Nibiru came out, and it was super hard to play the deck after that. But I, I have to thank you, man, because I mean, one of my one of my big reasons why I was able to find Bamani Lounge and become a captain of their team is because they took notice of me from your channel. So thank you, man, for helping me, for letting me help you. <laughs> no problem. Of course, you did a lot of help, you know, like you have all the good like ideas and all the deck and then you have a pretty good personality, you know, a very good, well-spoken person. So if you have all these traits and then all you need is someone to like, hey, let me record you. And then boom, once you someone record you, you're out there, people understand what's going on. And they understand, like, oh, he's pretty good. He's understandable. What he says is understandable. And then I can make a good play out of it. And then people will watch you more often. And then once you make a name out there, you do your own thing. No, thank you. That, that's a great compliment. And and for those of you who don't know Kawhi personally, so obviously all the I'm So Angry subscribers out there, you guys tune in to see all these nice deck profiles and some wacky stuff that goes on at these different locals but Kwai is a really good guy and if you ever see him at an event like say hi to me or him and uh maybe be in a video sometime who knows but i'm so angry is definitely a great atmosphere to be a part of and definitely one of the better yugi tubing channels that's on the up and up in the community yeah of course all we want to do is hang out so come on say hi to us and then we'll just be like hey hey how you doing and then if you want to play a game, we'll play a game with you. You know, you can learn about us. We can learn We can learn from us, but mostly we can learn from you. So sometimes you have cool ideas, you can show us. And then if it's really cool and then really something like very entertaining for people to watch, we can record it and then post it up. And then you'll be maybe the new Henry or the new Tim Lee or new Elias to show all the cool decks, right? Anyone, anytime. Anytime, exactly. All you have to do is put yourself out there. But um, Put yourself out there, be entertaining. No, no, I was about to say, you know, it's, it's definitely a great opportunity uh, with I'm So Angry to, to be a part of the community because there's a lot of people out there who do want to put themselves out there, but they don't have the right tools or the right uh, outlet to do that. And if you ever meet up with Kawhi, if you're in the New York area, or even if you find us at an event, like it, obviously there's no nationals this year. Not right now, not this year. But anytime when there's going to be an IRL tournament in the near future, whether it be in the next couple months or year or so, try to find us and we'll try to put you out there. And if you have a cool deck idea, try to, try to reach out. Yeah, and also if you want to do opening packs with me, I'll definitely love it. If you have a good personality, open packs, oh my god, it'd be the greatest time of your life and my life too, because I love opening packs, especially Tomb Chaos right now. This is like one of the most fun, most, most, I'm not supposed to say most funnest, but it's like this is like the most exciting kind of like packs I've opened since ever. Like, it, as soon as I could not, I made like the no ultimates, no ghost rares, 
okay, no more uh, rares, and it, it's making it less and less. And then now they have Tomb Chaos, where you have like all rares, but in ultras, but they also have like the cool collectors rare. And then that makes everything so much interesting to open. It's definitely a good marketing scheme. Like they, they, they get people to buy more and more sets. This way, people try to find that that collector's rare or starlight rare, whatever it might be. I think I think it's cool. People like to collect those things. And it's not really for me, but I know that there are people that really like high rarity cardboard. So uh, kudos to Konami. So real quick, before we start talking about the game at large, I want to just ask you, you know, what is your history of, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! as far as what decks you've played? Like, what decks do you like to play? Because obviously right now, or in, in the past, in the last couple of months, you like to play ABC, and that's been your deck that you like to play. It's very simple, and you get to go with Buster Dragon and tag out and do all these things. And uh, so what, what decks have you played, and like, what, what kind of decks do you enjoy? Like, what kind of Yu-Gi-Oh! decks do you, do you personally like to play? Well, my first thing I ever played was probably like any like beatdown from like Legend of Blue Eyes. But I played that for a little bit when I was a kid. Then I stopped for a whole, for a whole like, ten years. I don't know how long. Then I started back when I was in college, and then my first deck I picked up, I guess, I don't know why, I picked up Dragoonies, which was pretty okay, but like it loses to like Maxi or like lose that that quick card and just messes everything up. But I got a lot of friends who helped me out, and I played it, and I kind of liked it. And then Cosmo Blazer came out. And that's when Fire Fist came out. I was just like, wow, Fire Fist. I'm looking for a bear, which are like $50, $60 for one ultra rare. It's so expensive, but I, I finally got a play set, and I made a deck, and then it was kind of interesting. I like how you use the spell cards and the monster cards, and you get rid of it, destroy a card, and then you pack, you get a little card. It's like resource kind of, kind of deck. I love that kind of I love resource decks. Like, you have a little resource, but like, as the game goes on, you get more and more resources. I like those kind of things, back and forth. But then I played... Uh, I kept on playing Fire Fist and gadgets, like regular gadgets, like OG, like red, yellow, green, or red, I don't forget what colors they are, like MCOL 40. I played against, um, well, when Dragon Rules came out, I played uh, Mind Drain, and it was like an anti-meta gadget deck. It was, it was okay, but I didn't want to play like $100 for a Draco sack, and then $80 for a Big Eye, and then all the Dragon Rules are like 10, 20 bucks. It's not worth it, so I, I only play like Rogue kind of thing during that time. But as, as it goes on, I've started playing more meta. So I feel I realize that meta decks are more like higher percentage of winning. So I play like Necros. I play like, uh, I guess Mermails during the time when it's like really popular. Uh, and then wherever decks come out, I start playing like the newest deck, like Sylvan's. I play a little bit. I know you, you play Sylvan's a lot. It's pretty cool. Like the combo decks. When I, when I met you, you I think you, you played Mermails for a while. I, when I first met you, you played Mermails. And... Then I know that you you messed around with different decks like Girgia and things like that. But I know like one deck that you were pretty good with was Shadals, no? I, I was pretty good with Shadals. Um I used to play like that sixty card Billy Brick deck. And that deck was so like one of the most consistent decks I've played my whole life. Like I can't believe a sixty card deck could be that consistent. Like this deck was never breaks. I, I don't understand how it how it never breaks. Like it's the most consistent deck. Because you have artifact, you get got the Burning Abyss, you got Shadals, and everything just mixes so well together. I don't know how. But I play Shadals a little bit, Shadals okay, but I was really mostly go with the PK Fire with um, Burning Abyss and uh, what do you call that dudes? The other thing? What, what do you call those dudes? Phantom Knights? Yeah, Phantom Knights. Yeah, Phantom Knights. So, yeah, that that deck was super consistent. I was playing with, um, what do you call it, Instant Fusion? And with that uh, level 3 Fusion, that's Win. 
So I can institution that out. If I draw Taka Dunbar, I can special it. If not, I can make, just still make the play with Phantom Knights and make the thing. So I think it's pretty fun, but it's not the most consistent as the Shadal deck, but it's really consistent. I love consistent decks. Like, I like playing it and then having a chance to play my opponent and then come back and back and forth. You know, that, that kind of consistency. So, with that being said, have you tried New Era ABC lately? Where, where have you been with, with all the new cards from Dual Overload and Eternity Code? Have you been messing around with that stuff? Uh, recently, not, not that much because I like playing in real life. Like, like, I tried Dueling Book like, when, when the Corona started. I was still playing Dueling Book, trying to get like update ABC deck. I was trying to stun ABC. Then when uh, Union Driver is announced, or when it's like, almost post Eternity Code release, I was trying Union Driver like, like combos and stuff like that. It's okay right now, but like there's like little consistent issues, you know, especially one bus Buster Dragon. You gotta think about like how to make your deck last longer now. Because before you could just like spit out Buster, you know, you don't worry, you have more Busters in your deck, extra deck. But now you like yeah, think about spitting out Buster as soon as possible, but also have like ways to like go on your game if it lasts longer. So now you have to think about a little more now. But if you play like cards that last longer, then you have bricks in the first turn because they're meant to last longer, not to start off. So then you have like kind of thing where you like manage your resources efficiently, efficiently, you know, kind of thing. So it's kind of like confusing, but once everything goes back to normal in real life, I'll start building ABC for real and then figure out like the nitty gritty stuff. They have like some really good cards that just came out with Union Driver and unauthorized the, the the spell card that equips anyone that like equips union driver from the deck like that's a really good card and they have some consistency right now yeah unauthorized is so good it's it's a union hanger almost except somebody don't add one but it's just another union hanger yeah exactly and and off union driver you can equip like any of them and then you could special some of them because they weren't equipped off of union hanger and then you can go into a link too, and you can go Union Carrier, which is a link that people play now to Dragon Buster lock their opponent. But people don't realize that it's actually supposed to be for ABCs. So ABC actually has like a, ABC has like a really good like engine right now. The problem is that Buster Dragon, for whatever reason, is at one, so you can't really play it. Otherwise, I would play ABCs because I I like how it plays because I, I like how it now has a more consistent way to get to that Buster Dragon, and then the Buster Dragon extends your plays. The problem is, if you get, like, Called by the Grave, it's really bad. Like, it really hurts a lot. Oh, and if you tribute Buster and Called by the Grave, you lose. Because you lost, you make, you use all your resources to make this resource, to make you three resources back, but now you get Called by the Grave, you lose every freaking thing. Especially when you, like, activate this, like, Buster Advantage, then you, like, in response, they tribute, then they Called by the Grave you, you lose the the three pieces from the Banish Zone, and you lose the Banishing. So you lose everything. Oh my god, that's the worst thing possible. If they bit you and Cold Body Grave you, you lose the game. So it's kind of fragile. Yeah, no, I agree. And right now, honestly, I'm just trying to mess around with all these, not fun decks, but sort of like Tier 2, Tier 3 decks. Like, I really like Unchained. I like Plunder Patrol. I like Mermails. I mean, Mermails is still kind of high tier, but... I I have had Emancipators. I understand Ulrich is good. I just have no desire to really play them right now just because there's no IRL tournaments and it's just like, eh, I can win, but like, why why, like, put my, all my time and energy into coming with the best Adam Emancipator list when I can just have fun, you know, playing the game and hanging out with friends. There's no accolades really on the line. And if you win like one of these like online tournaments, I feel like it's not the same as winning like a regionals or something like that.
Yeah, no way. You're not going to be known as, oh, I won the PPG week 52 uh, <laughs> thing, whatever it's called. People don't care about that. And then if you win, you probably get like one of the cards. You know, you got to pay like a bunch of people. Then you win a card and then, ooh, you know, it's, just, it's not the same feeling. Like when you play against a person, you get a stress, you know, like, oh, man, what's he going to do? Why is he making that face? Why, why is he not making that face? Don't make that face. You know, that kind of thing. Or be like, oh my god, it's so nice, you know, like, oh, maybe I want to hang out with the after this Yu-Gi-Oh thing. But in computers, it's just like, okay, okay, active effect, okay, okay, active effect. Oh, misclick, misclick, misclick. Oh, that's not fun. I don't want I don't want to see it all the time. There's no interaction, just says K, 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 K. Yeah, it's, it, that's that's what's that's what's so valued, I feel like, by me and you when it comes to our place in the game. It's like we like to have that personal interaction. And we like to be able to, you know, talk to our opponents face to face, and you know, whether it be a friendly encounter or not, at least it's more human, and it's not just like there's, there's, you know, a screen between us. Yeah, and also when I play online, I get like so paranoid thinking that they might cheat, so I'm just looking at them, making sure they don't like get something wrong, you know, they like get some extra points. I'm like, no, what the hell? Are you, are you counting correctly? I don't, I don't know what's going on. I need to make sure. I need to make sure. You know, that kind of thing. But I shouldn't be, but, like, you know, like, people want to win no matter what. Especially, you know, like, that some some guy that we know, you know. So, that kind of thing. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. So, moving forward, where do you see I'm So Angry going? Obviously, right now, we have this whole coronavirus going on at the time of recording this. And there's, you know, un, there's questionable decisions to be made by Konami. They're going to bring back locals to certain areas. Like I know on Long Island, we have a locals called Fire and Dice that's starting to open up again. Oh, it is? Nice. Yeah, it's it's sort of weekly right now, but there's also, it's not really populated like Flushing is, so it's a little bit more safe for me to go there. And uh, But I, I definitely miss Game Universe, and I don't know when the next time I'll be able to go there is, but I hope to go there soon. But you know, with all that aside, what do you think the future is for your channel, and where do you, tr where you, what's your, what's your goal? Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to get to X amount of subscribers? Do you wanna, what do you want to have on your channel? You know, I guess right now I don't really know, but what I really want to do is to like build off something where I could be like, hey, I have Yu-Gi-Oh channel, and then I want to expose everyone. Not, not, I said the wrong word. Expose. I want to like bring up people. And then just bring up stores, make it make it nicer, and then make everything a little a little better than, than before. I like I like doing that. Now there's no like subscriber count. I want maybe I want like ten thousand of that, but that's just a number, you know. Like in the end, like some people have like massive amounts of subscribers, like your Yu-Gi-Oh channel, like you have like, hundred thousand subscribers, but still like I don't know. I, I see his like um, what do you call that thing on YouTube where they post up like notifications, but like not videos stories or something that i see him he just is always like should i do this should i do this should i do this i'm just like why this is a yu-gi-oh channel why are you like talking about other stuff and he's playing trumpets it doesn't make sense so i just i just want to make something like yu-gi-oh and then try to make everything look like it and it also maybe like branch out a little bit in the future like not like completely focus on yu-gi-oh like something like entertaining for people to watch you know like the thing is like one big thing about Yu-Gi-Oh! is hard on YouTube is that it's really hard to make it entertaining for everyone. Because it's just cards, right? It, it, looks, it looks entertaining for some people because people love this game and people want to buy and sell, understand marketplace, they want to play, better get better at the game. But like, it's just cards. You don't see any like visual effects that's really nice for you to look at. And it's not like not like your personality. Like a lot of 
YouTube kind of not good personality. Just like, hey, hello, welcome to my deck profile. This is my Emancipator deck that's mine and my creation only. And then you see the deck, and the deck is just like two card difference. And that's why, oh, I play Effect Veiler instead of Ash. That's my specialty. And then it's just, it's very bland. I play the second. Uh, I play the second shark cannon. So my strike, my sky striker deck is so much different. <laughs> yeah, it's just so bland that way. I, I agree, and I know that's something that you like to do is you love to entertain the audience. And you know, one YouTuber who does it very well that I'm actually going to be recording a podcast tomorrow with is Yugi Nono. He does a lot of skits, and he does these he does these Yu-Gi-Oh skits that are you know fun for the audience. And it's hard because you wanna cater to, towards the competitive audience and you want to cater towards the casual audience and you don't, you don't want to have people that don't know what's going on so you definitely have to think before you you know make videos but it, it's fun that you get to just be yourself and you get to put yourself out there and you get to put other people out there yeah of course so uh, thank you Kawhi for your time today as we're sort of approaching the end of our episode but I really uh, I enjoyed talking with you. Hopefully we'll do this again. And obviously, if you guys enjoyed this content, this is the Shadow Realm podcast, and it's available to you guys on Spotify if you look up Bamani Lounge, which is the sponsor of the podcast on Spotify. And we're really only Yugi tubers that are also on Spotify. We have our own Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, deal on Spotify. And we're also on YouTube, so you can go to Bamani Lounge. Uh, backslash, you know, YouTube backslash Bamani Lounge, rather. And, of course, subscribe to Kawhi if you're not. For some reason, subscribe to I'm So Angry. And, uh, yeah, guys, so, uh, Kawhi, is there anything else that you wanted to say before we cap off this episode of the Shadow Realm Podcast? Well, all you have to do, guys, is be safe, don't die of corona, wear a mask, and don't cough anyone. Also, open a lot of packs. That's really good, like Toon Chaos. Toon Chaos, open that stuff. It's like the best set in the world, but all the core sets, I don't know, it's not going to open. That's all for vendors. Konami made it just for vendors right now, I think, because they make it, you know, the only Starlight. So, like, open a case, you get a Starlight, that's my money back. But overall, have fun, enjoy yourself, play Yu-Gi-Oh!, and then be safe. Don't die of Corona, because we need you. You heard it here from Kawhi. Don't die from Corona. All right, this is Henry and Kawhi signing off. Bye! Bye!